intro. Purposely Mimi. Welcome to Purposely Mimi. So, it's no surprise that I have a loud octave range. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. <laughs> that could even be compared to a meeting call or a banshee or band, banshee, banshee, Cameron? Banshee. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I had no idea what that meant until recently where I looked that up and I was not impressed because it's this mythical, beautiful creature that screeches. <sighs> but my next guest... One of the things that I adore the most is that we tend to scream and giggle ah! <laughs> when we greet each other with our uncensored loud pitches like little schoolgirls when we are very clearly past that stage. <laughs> Welcome, Janice. Hey, girl. How's it hey. going? Good. Let's cheers to our rosé. Cheers. Thanks for having me this evening. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm so happy that you're here. You sound so professional. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's all those years of call center work. What can oh, I no, say? No, I know. No. I'm sorry. Too early? Too early to start in the conversation? Uh, okay. I'm clearly <laughs> way too sober for that part. I'm like, no. Okay. Anyways. So I've known Janice for over two years, but it feels like longer, like in, not in a bad way, not like, oh. That better not like, be. <laughs> like in a good way because oh. we became friends very quickly very uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say the word organically yes very (laughs) natural it just we just eased into that relationship that we have now which i feel like that happens with a lot of people when you um meet you connect really fast and you get to know each other really quickly Mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily need to be a whole lifetime but when you get someone you get someone which yes is super special absolutely yeah so we met during our time in finance mm-hmm. two and a half years ago mm-hmm. we're still in that i was still in that industry yes and it was kind of a crazy time because i kind of felt like that job where we both met at it was kind of one of those situations where it felt like high school. A little it did. Bit. It did, especially the the training department, right? Are you so me? yes, three months was amazing of training, but it was great because we weren't on the <laughs> yeah. floor yet. But that time, it did feel like high school all over again. It did because it was three months of basically like a boot camp of this is what finance is going to be like. This is what you need to learn. All the different accounts. Like mm-hmm. I learned about. GICs and um, savings accounts and RSPs, (laughs) like retirement accounts. And I'm just like, holy crap. That's right. I don't know anything about saving my money. Yeah, I was completely clueless too. I'm like, what is a guaranteed investment certificate? What is a TFSA, (laughs) tax-free savings account? It was completely, it was like a a, a foreign language to me at the time. This would be hilarious to anybody who knows finance because (laughs) apparently, but I feel like this is something where a lot of people go through life. Yes. And I do think that you know, you go from job to job trying to figure out what it is you want to do. And yeah, sometimes it's a paycheck or whatever, but like... You know, 
the fact that we actually learned something that mm-hmm. could benefit our personal lives, I thought was really cool. And yeah. I was only there for a year, under a year. Under like, a year. Yeah. yeah. Did you, because you left after me. I left after you, but I was still under one year as well. Mm-hmm. So. But Did what, you like it there? Um, It was. It was okay at times. Yeah. I mean, particularly the training period was wonderful. For three mm-hmm. months, it was great. Yeah. But then after that, you know, the the whole call center experience was just... Like the uh, customer service, call it center. It was daunting. Talking to people. It was them. just really annoying, especially at times when you have those clients that just freak out at you over the phone. Couldn't deal with that, really, you know? And it didn't really give me the opportunity to become or to be more creative, Mm-hmm. It was just more of a robotic feel. Yeah, I think like personally, I enjoy the understanding finance yes. on a personal scale. And I did I do I did genuinely like helping people or whatever. Um, it also woke me up mm-hmm. to how many people who are over 65 years old um, are genuinely worried about their savings. Oh, of course. At that stage of life and mm-hmm. looking at every single penny mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the deals, for the interest rates. And I, it, it really did kind of awaken something in me where I was just like, holy shit, I need to get my like savings in order because I'm going <laughs> to, I'm screwing it all up. Because it, it's true. Like, this is the time that you're supposed to do it. I know. It's very true. It is true. Because at that time, at that age yeah. of 65 and above, yeah. you should already be retired. You should be on some fucking yacht, like out well, on the Mediterranean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, but no, but you know, you should. I mean, but, like a boat, like a little tugboat. Well, but ultimately, <laughs> at the end of the day, you should be comfortable. Yeah. Okay. So it just. No, it, I think it's hard, though. That's the thing that I realized because. When it comes to these things, I don't think you make decisions with that intention of like, oh, when I'm, you know, 70 years old, I'm going to have to work or do all these things uh, just to kind of get by. Mm -hmm. I think personally for me, that was the biggest lesson I learned from like a job that I didn't really enjoy. Right. But that was a lesson for me where, okay, you know what? I need to get more serious about my savings. (laughs) I need to like, I'm so happy that I learned about this thing, you know called finance yeah um because i did work in the credit card industry for two years before that so i did like a total of three years in finance and it it's not for me and i'm definitely trying to get out of that um but yeah that was definitely a big wake-up call for me i don't know i think so too um in in my case yes i did learn a lot from that period in my life where i did work in in the financial industry yeah. i still am in the financial yeah, industry I though why the hell are you still in it <laughs> So I was like, okay, this is interesting. I feel bad for people's situations, <laughs> but this isn't for me. Um, it isn't you, for me, though. So why are you like in an industry that you're not passionate about? Well, I'm just kind of curious. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. So I got into the financial industry thinking, oh, I'm going to gain a, a, a sense of professionalism, yeah. a nice nine to five routine. <laughs> I'll have great benefits. I'll move myself up in the corporate ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it is very, very boring. So I'm a bank teller. OK, guys, a bank teller. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, I am. Best bank teller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So, I mean, when I first started as a bang teller, I would have people come to me and say, oh, hey, like, you're new. I don't want to go to you. I don't know who you are. But now I feel that people are coming to me because they know who I am. I have established a good rapport with these elderly clients. Can I just say, of course, Janice is one of those people because we have worked together now. It was, yes, it was under a year, but she's one of those people that would get all of those glowing customer reviews. Oh, please. Oh, please. You would. Oh, God. People would say, oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you so helpful. I was having a bad day, and now I feel amazing. Like, that's, that's who you are. You didn't even try, but you did that. Yes. Consistently. Yeah. And you weren't even happy there and you did that. No, that, no. Which is amazing. No, I wasn't. Because I, I can, I, I've learned to put on a, a facade. Oh. Unfortunately. I thought that was genuine. No, of course not. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not genuine. Yeah. You know that. I would come to you at the end of the day and be like, hey, you know what happened? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But anyhow, so, I mean, I, I'm good at certain things that I, that I do. Like, if you put me into a situation, I will adapt quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not a problem. No, no doubt about it. But it's not my passion. It's yeah. not. It's not my forte. Well, can I just say that I love, love, love when people figure out their purpose. Obviously, this is called purposely Mimi. And I've always been curious of like, how does one get there to that place? So we've always discussed our confusion with like finding purpose. Like mm-hmm. I know we've had talks about this like on our rides home from like the bank that we worked at right and so i was very very happy to hear that you recently discovered what you wanted to do in life and this is after going to university doing the right thing getting your degree then kind of dabbling in different industries that you weren't happy with and you discovered that you want to be a teacher. Yes, that's right. So that's right. Walk me through how you got there. So basically, um, more or less, I just woke up and want to be a teacher. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really not that easy. Um, growing up, I always had that thing where I wanted to teach individuals. Yeah. I remember in my grade one class, I, I was what? think you're what how old are you in grade one five or six six. yeah Yeah, so I had a real good knack of uh of reading so I remember my grade one teacher said okay Janice is now going to take over the class she's going to read to to her peers and I did that and I did that every I think it was every Monday or, or something like that so and and I had all of my peers's attention Aww, it was so amazing and I still remember that to this day and then going forward in my elementary school education, we had reading buddies. Do you remember reading buddies? Yes. Did you ever have that? Yeah? Yes. So I was always paired with... <laughs> <laughs> I literally had to think. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh. That's okay. No, no, no. So I have I- a YouTube channel so that you can see the expression. So it makes sense. But yeah. I was always paired with a special needs kid. Okay. The kid that was always um, portrayed as the outcast, unfortunately. So I'll never forget this one kid. He was, um, I think he was 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. Um, he was deaf and blind. Mm-hmm. Um, all the kids made fun of him. Yeah. And I, I would read to him. 
And he was very smart. I remember him being very intelligent, asking me questions about what I read and asking me, you know, what does this mean and what does that mean? And then one day, I'll never forget this. Uh, it was one session where he said to me or asked me, yeah. hey, Janice, do you want a turtle? And I said, oh, I love turtles. What? So what he did next was uh, he grabbed me by the neck and then he licked the side of my face. Get out of here. And he said to me, that's a turtle. That doesn't make any sense. I know. I know. So it's not a turtle. <laughs> it's not a turtle. So I was taken aback. Uh-huh. I didn't know what to do. So what did you do? I did nothing. I said, thank you for the turtle. You did not say that. I did. I did. I did. I said thank you, but Aww. but going forward, <laughs> I, I still I still read to him after that. I didn't tell the teacher. I didn't know what to do. Wait, is this like a good story? It is, is a good story. Like, no, it's okay. gonna lead. It's gonna lead to why <laughs> I want to become a teacher, an aspiring teacher. So after that, uh, grade seven and eight, mm-hmm. I did a lot of tutoring as well. Yeah. So I tutored my peers. But they didn't really like that because they thought, oh, you're the same age as I am. You know, like, why are you tutoring me? So Ooh, they, yeah. So they Ooh. didn't they didn't really think that that should be the case. Yeah. Um, but I believe that the teaching profession will allow me to be more creative. I'm a very creative person. Yeah. I took I took visual arts all throughout high school. So grade nine, 10, 11 and 12. That's awesome. And I'm not the type of person that just sits there, you know, in a in a cubicle all Why day. haven't we done a paint night, by the way? Why haven't we? Yeah. We should. I didn't realize you were such a good artist. I should show you my sketchbook. I do amazing trees. Oh. You should tre- <laughs> like the trolley. Just like, trees? <laughs> that's my specialty. Oh, no. Honestly, like, I'm really good at, like, the trunks and, like, the, the oh. branches. Okay. So we should totally schedule that one. Yeah. In. Okay. No, perfect. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. But, um, so, just so you know, like, I, I told you already that I've started Teachers College. I started Teachers well, College this week. You literally started Teachers <clears throat> College. So you were kind of like, okay, Mimi, I want to be a teacher. And it was like, okay, that's amazing. The fact that we've had all these conversations about like what we wanted to do mm-hmm. and really trying to figure that out. And then you settled on something that you really we're passionate about which i thought was awesome so you just started teachers college this yes like like literally like okay so wednesday's today Mm -hmm. monday was minus two yep so tell me like how was that what are your first impressions this is crazy this is like a real behind the scenes look of what it's like it's just like i'm sorry i'm sorry about that yeah too much gluck 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 (laughs) i am i am very excited wine helped it did but 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 i started um i started teachers college through niagara university Mm -hmm. uh so it is a an american uh, university in Lewiston, New York. Okay. And they have Ontario locations. Yeah. So I've started this past Monday. And when I first got there, I was very overwhelmed. <gasps> so yeah, yeah. I was like, I haven't been in a school setting of in course. about three years. So Holy. I didn't know what the fuck to expect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we were immediately set into groups. And then we had to analyze picture books mm-hmm. the same day. 
the very Wait, first picture day. picture books? Picture books. Okay. Okay, so there's this picture book that I had to analyze in a group setting called The Librarian of Basra. Ooh. So it's a true story uh, of a librarian in Iraq. So essentially what it is, is in a nutshell, is that she's a librarian and she is trying to preserve all the books in that library because they're, it's during the time of war. Okay, mind you, mind you, this is a, yeah, exactly. What's going to be about? This is a children's picture book oh. and it's very dark and morbid. But the reason why they're introducing this into the curriculum is because there are more children out there who are coming from, you know, third world countries. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there are more, you know, this is Toronto. It's a multicultural city, yeah. right? It's very diverse. So they introduced that book, but I, I didn't particularly like it. I, because I remember growing up in my childhood. This was like the first thing that you learned. Yeah, this is the first thing that we okay. learned in a group setting. We okay. each had we were each assigned different books about different things. I kind Real of life, but things. I think it's kind of cool that depending on your life experiences, you mm-hmm. get to react to that book yes. the way that you want to. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's kind of an interesting. It is. It is concept. interesting, yeah. and I'm all for it. But I was just surprised, mm-hmm. right? So that was kind of my first day and, <laughs> and, and meeting others as well uh so being in the third day in it's really oh. awesome it's yeah. really awesome but so you feel like you're on the right track i, I do i do feel that i'm on the right track there is a lot of work to be done it's not e- it's not easy and apparently i didn't know this but they capped it at 150 students oh. that they've let into the school Wow. Yes, I'm the lucky, one of the lucky individuals. Yeah, no, but that's awesome. Yeah, of course like, it is. I mean, I anything worth doing is never easy anyways. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to succeed in life, you do have to work hard. Like, shit just doesn't come to you. It's your third day <laughs> in teacher's college. <laughs> so, like, really? <laughs> I get it. Things aren't easy. <laughs> so, okay. So, I think it's kind of cool that we're discussing your very first look into teachers college mm-hmm. you kind of pursuing your dream you pursuing your purpose of what you hopefully will be doing for a little bit right because i don't think it's like not everybody wants to do something for the rest of their lives but i think it's awesome that you are pursuing that so did you have a teacher that inspired you to become a teacher yourself like Yes. For you to get to this point. I would say so. And it's yeah. very funny that you asked that because Ooh. I started thinking about him today. No. He was, he was my grade eight teacher. What? Yes. No, no word of a lie. And his, We've never talked about I this. I know. So that's why it's weird how you're just asking me that today. <laughs> <laughs> his name, his name is What's Mr. Is Fair. Wait, Mr. Oh, I. Mr. Fair. Really? He was a very fair man. Like, oh, like, come on. Like, no, 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 like, no pun intended. Okay, seriously. But he was a very Lots fair. Of pun intended. <laughs> but, yes, yeah. but he was a great individual. Yeah. I remember he would always help me very much on my assignments. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a very open minded person. So with anything that I had had to ask him or tell him, he was always there to support me. He was a great teacher. And I remember um, for the grade eight graduation, we went on a cruise on the Lake Ontario. Mm -hmm. And as a gift, I gave him a little pen that said, Mr. Fair, you're the best. (laughs) (laughs) I engraved it onto the pen for him. You have that much money? Yes, I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, I was called that a few years. No, I was. By I Mr. was. Fair? Mr. Fair and a couple of other teachers that I don't recall their names. Really? Yeah, people didn't like me because of that. Oh. I know, I know. But I wasn't a brown noser. I just loved learning. If I knew Mr. Fair, I would have given him a bigger necklace. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't a necklace. It was a. It was a pen. Oh, I thought it was a pendant. No, 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 a pen. Why the fuck would he wear a pendant? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Ferris sounds like the guy who could like really carry that off. I should have brought a picture of him today. I actually kind of want to see a picture. Yeah, of no, him. I have a picture of him with me, and I'm smiling really? from ear to ear. Yeah. Aww. So he's so he's he inspired good. you. He, yeah, like I would you, say, I would yeah. say so. None of my high school teachers inspired me to become a teacher. Yeah, none of them. They were all god awful. Yeah, but I had a few all few profs in university, especially yeah. in fourth year, that were just wonderful. Yeah, yeah, super wonderful. But you know what? If you have a good teacher, then that kind of shapes your your yeah. your your way of education i feel because if you if you don't have a good teacher then no have, it, it matters of course it does yeah and i kind of okay the fact that mr fair so shout out to mr fair uh the fact that <laughs> he and we've never talked about this mm-hmm. but my favorite teacher was also my grade 8 teacher no way yes <laughs> <laughs> She was my grade seven and grade eight teacher. So I don't know, because I think when you're 12, 13, like that age, right before, you know, like the teenage yes. dumb years, that development awkward stage. Um, yeah, I think like the the, influ- the influences in your life, they matter. Of course they do. Yeah. They and, shape who you are. Teachers, 100%. But it's kind of hilarious that both of our favorite teachers happen to be our grade eight teachers yeah isn't yeah, that kind of it, crazy it, it is, and we've never talked weird. about that no before. this is our first time discussing it yeah so then okay so grade eight janice meets grade eight mimi what would that be like <laughs> would we be friends i think so yeah i can already yeah. envision us sitting at the same table <laughs> doing arts and crafts yeah. and i'll be looking over at your work and being like what the hell is that probably and then be, we, yeah, yeah. Blue, like freaking right Ralph from the simpsons i feel like <laughs> another lifetime in a much earlier lifetime especially during that that uh at that age yeah no it's just kind of hilarious because i feel like uh like i've always felt like my grade eight teacher also influenced me in a sense where university like my profs i think it's great that you had that but i don't really i never really connected and I know, like, Tuesdays with Maury, I have to get that on my list. I oh. have to read. Did you read that? Of course I did. Of course you did. Like, everybody has. Do you have it? I can lend no. it to you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I, university didn't really have any teachers that I connected with. Um, high school, not so much, but elementary school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, my last two years. Actually... I was asking you earlier if you, um, like, when you were in elementary school, if you guys ever did, like, because we didn't have a yearbook mm-hmm. at That's ours. That's right. Yep, same. But we did these things where you'd have a notebook and everybody would, you know, write, like, a little message, like, oh, good luck in high school. Good fucking luck. You can't <laughs> never luck you or whatever it was. 
um, my favorite teacher. I was looking this up, and she wrote me a message. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what my nickname was because that's too embarrassing. <laughs> and I found out it's also like a dirty little word, not like Mama? derogatory word, but like uh, I can't even get into it because Cameron's done right now. <laughs> I'll tell you after. I need to know. Oh, okay, I have to keep some things for myself. Of anyway, course. This is, okay. So, I'm going to read to you okay. a message from my grade 8 teacher. Oh, my God. A million years ago. My favorite fucking teacher. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's brace ourselves. <laughs> no, it's nothing bad. Oh, it's all okay. sweet. Because it was a beautiful, sweet child. <laughs> okay, no, not really. Okay. Um... <laughs> well okay i'm not because she referred to me in my nickname which i'm not gonna get into okay well blank (laughs) 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 you've been in my room for two losing years but I have enjoyed having you in my room because I've enjoyed watching you change and grow and develop into a wonderful person. Take good care of yourself. Be true to yourself. Exclamation, exclamation. I don't want to hear stories about you falling into peer pressure. Yes, I, I, I definitely, like, I will definitely. Yes, drugs. Yes, please. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You are a good friend. Keep Simone on track. Simone was my best friend in grade eight. Okay. Come back and visit. Keep yourself open to growth and believe in yourself. You have so much potential, but you haven't quite discovered it all. (laughs) Take care. Sorry. (laughs) What? What? fucking teacher there is so you want to be that teacher I that do. leaves that message that yeah. inspires someone like over a decade decades like 20 years later <laughs> oh uh, yeah. here comes the math so but okay like, don't you want to be that teacher of course i do what's the name of the teacher that you've had wait should i like get into all of that i don't know do you remember the name Yes! Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that could be you too. Yes. You could be that teacher. No, you're absolutely right. No, you so are. So we both had favorite grade 8 teachers. Yeah. Is that the grade that you want to teach? No. It's, it's not. Really? It's not. The grade that I really want to teach is grade 4. Because really? grade 4 is the best, was the best time of my life. Really? I remember that. I remember acing arithmetic. I remember acing <laughs> handwriting uh, Ooh, lessons. Cursive. Oh, man. Do you use handwriting now? No. Me neither. Maybe when I write checks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the checks. Maybe. Uh, but no, how come we don't use it? This is I very troubling. But why would I? Uh, Think about it. Like, mm-hmm. why would I? That's very true. No, honestly. My mom still uses cursive. For what? For checks. Yes, <laughs> and the only check that I write God help is for my rent. Ah, that's the only check. 
Like oh. checks are kind of done. Like I they don't are. even know what they're like. But oh, they thankfully, are. Our building still takes them, so that's good. But that's the only time that I get to practice my handwriting. That's very good because I think I think a child should still learn handwriting. Very, no, it's very. It is. It's very important. <laughs> it was fun. It was awesome. Good times. So then, so I can definitely connected with my elementary school time. Mm-hmm. As far as like, I think I liked it. Not that I had some crazy experience in um, high school, but I I think I enjoyed elementary school better than high school. Is that like how was it for you? High school was a time in my life where I was discovering myself, just like every other kid. Yeah. Right. I was dabbling in this and that. I didn't, I wanted to be part of the cool crowd. But then, you know, sometimes I was, sometimes I wasn't. I was friends with mostly everybody. But I would say that for myself, the elementary school period was most memorable and easy. Mm. It was the most easiest for me. For you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know what? How you just said, Mimi, that elementary school, like you have good memories and, yeah, and that kind of thing. School. And you remember certain things. Mm-hmm. So the reason why you do is because those are the years that when I feel that you're most developing, like you're going through that stage of, uh, of, of different skills, right? Yeah. So you're developing your listening, your comprehensive skills, your, your motivation skills. Like you're, you're going through all of that. Why did I do a good enough job? Because I'm lacking in all of those three skill sets. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, but you're right. Like, uh, that's you what definitely- I believe are developing a lot of those yeah so that's why i want life that's exactly so that's why i want to teach elementary education really yes i love that you're choosing elementary school i will probably have so much fun with all of those little kids and laugh at like little things that they do right (laughs) no it's true like i will laugh at yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's 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 freaking adorable it it really is so i want to be part of that i want to be part of being able to shape their lives and being able to better themselves as human beings you know as people in our society i I I love that yeah I think it's important. Is there a subject that, or grade even, well, you were saying like the grade four specifically, Mm -hmm. but is there like a subject that you connect to and want to pursue like as a teacher, like that you want to really instill in your future students? The good thing about elementary is that you can, it's very general. So you can teach a lot of different subjects, right? But my absolute favorite is writing because i I, I know i loved that as a kid i would always buy like those little books where you can learn how to write like it would help you like to Mm -hmm. write like print and write and 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 write little short stories and you know like little sentences like you know i live with a cat or you know like i like my house like little things like that (laughs) yeah i know lola just appeared so yeah yeah Yeah. cute so i think to me that would be the most uh the most fun and that part but does the whole greeting thing like does that oh that shit terrifies me yeah because it's like all confidence based exactly really like children like or especially if you're gonna do grade four Mm -hmm. nine years old you're gonna really internalize that oh for sure does that intimidate you at all of course it does the grading the grading most of all is what scares me yeah but uh second to that are the parents 
The we, pa- oh, yes. Teacher. Parent-teacher night. I've heard horror stories. Of course. You know? Why isn't little Timmy doing better? Exactly. Oh, oh, for really sure. Not. I know. So what I want to be in your <laughs> Oh, thanks, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Like, that's not... It is one of the challenging... Of course it is. Yeah. You know, especially, um, like, for example, in one of my classes, I think it was for law class yesterday, uh, they were discussing a topic about, let's say, if, you know, there's a, a divorced couple. Yeah. And, you know, you need to find out who has custody of the kid and who does not. So let's say if they approach me and they mm-hmm. ask me for documents on little Johnny. Okay. I need to make sure that they have custody of little Johnny. Really? Yes. And if one of their lawyers asks me, you know, for documents over the phone, I cannot disclose anything. Okay. Unless so it's I, pretty serious. It is but very that, serious. There's a lot sense. of law and ethics surrounding teaching that people don't realize. Well, it is a, it is one of the more, quote unquote, like moral kind of careers. Of course. You're held to a, a different standard, mm-hmm. uh, a standard where... You know, like if you have stuff on social media or, you know, mm-hmm. do anything that's considered unethical, like there is kind of a more of a backlash for specific careers. And I do 100% think that teaching is part of that. Yes. Does that scare you at all? It does. It yeah, terrifies me. Nobody's perfect. No, but, of course not. But you are held to a higher standard. Oh, for sure. Even higher than politicians. it's true like it's very much yeah 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 it's true but i am ready for that challenge i love i love a challenge okay so ready so ready freddie not sure (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure like what the climate is in other areas specifically but i do know that for toronto Mm -hmm. It's really hard to get a job right now in teaching. So does that worry you? Like you, here you are, you found your purpose and what you want to do. I want to be a teacher. I want to like influence people, particularly in grade four, particularly nine, nine years old. Mr. <laughs> Fair, thank you so much. <laughs> so does that scare you or worry you that you may not? It does. It does. Do that. I mean, uh, I have a lot of individuals ask me, why are you going into the teaching profession? Are you stupid? What? what? Who I, are these people? What are their numbers? Let's call them. <laughs> clientele that uh, I, yeah, I work yeah. with, right? They ask me that. But I always say to them, you know, this is my passion. I'm following my passion. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I retaliate and I say, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you want to follow what you believe in. You're not old though. People think that I am. What? People think that you need. You're in your very early 30s. Exactly. But exactly. how is that old? It's old because at this stage in life. Because you're trying to figure it out. Right. But people think yeah. that you should already, you know, be married, have That's children, lie, settle into a beautiful Nobody career. Knows. That's why I have this podcast. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But uh, here's the thing. If you are Ontario certified in teaching, yeah. it opens a lot of doors. You don't necessarily need to be in, in a classroom. You don't yeah. need to teach students. It opens doors in terms of, you know, learning and development in, in corporations. So I could be part of the training department at, let's say, you know, the bank that I work in right now. Ooh. Okay. So it can so, be different industries. Exactly. But just in the teaching realm. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. But on a serious note, 
Are you looking forward to cafeteria food? Fuck no. <laughs> no. No. Oh my god, you just reminded me of that shit. I remember the cafeteria food at one of my uh, high schools. Yeah. It was god awful. So it was so bad. Except on Fridays, Ooh. they had spicy fries. Yum. Oh, the curly those, kind. Oh no, just straight oh, okay. edge. All right. But. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the time of my life. Oh. But no, I'm not really looking forward to the cafeteria food. Okay. So I'll just bring my own lunch or go out for lunch. Okay. Well, you have that <laughs> under <laughs> I do early too, right? Yeah. For sure. Well, I, I, I feel like before you settled on, you know, like your teaching dream, your teaching purpose and passion, you were very much involved in your nutritionist track. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we would always be like talking about health and like even when i met you two years ago like that was really what you wanted to be doing yes you were health obsessed but now all of a sudden you gave that up you're like screw that so pretty much pretty much i hate health <laughs> health is amazing but i i just think it's very interesting that you put in a lot of energy in all these different industries and now you're going into teaching, which is kind of like part of the influence of like even you being in, you know, the nutritionist track yes. and all these other things that you've had. So they've all kind of brought you to where you are now. Yes. So do you feel regretful about like any of those decisions of like just what um, you recently did even? I mean, yes. Because I've done that no. too, like honestly. Okay. Yes and no. So I did study naturopathic medicine for a year. Yeah. Uh, The reason why I left was because not only was it really hard, I was taking 15 courses per semester. 15 courses. So I had like 12 exams apparently. Anyway, so not only that, but that's more of a general realm. So to be a naturopathic doctor, you're doing homeopathy, you're doing nutrition, you're doing traditional Chinese medicine. Bam, bam. Yeah, yeah you're dabbling in different things. Yeah, that's but a lot. in the end, you still need to specify in one division. So that's why I got into homeopathy and then I got into nutrition. Um, but with that industry, you need to find individuals that are compliant mm. with it. Okay, even this. Do you mean like your clients? Of course. Oh my god, I'd be the worst client. (laughs) Oh, it's so difficult. Show me the data. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard. It it really is. But you're such a healthy person overall. Uh, I like my occasional hamburger. I had two hamburgers today from A&W. Okay, you know, but it's occasional. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I try to maintain some kind of healthy lifestyle. No, but you are. Well, thank you. But, you know, I I feel that you can't just drill that material into somebody's mind. They want to have to believe in it it, and they have to want it. Mm. So when I worked with uh, several clients, I mean, like it just it just failed because they didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. So then that in turn impacted you and how it you did because about, it discouraged yeah. me and at the end i thought oh my god i'm a horrible practitioner no it's not to do with you like you can't control what other people do though i i feel I like you need to know that part at least yeah yeah that's, you know that's, what i mean because yes. i feel like everybody has good intentions and maybe wants to do the work but i know for myself if i'm not ready to do something i just won't right 
Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. But, yeah, but uh, I think it was a good experience overall. No, it was. It was. And I really wanted to do that. I mean, initially, I wanted to become a psychologist. Mm. Right. But then after that, I'm like, oh, I don't have the marks to get in my master's and PhD. You totally could if you wanted. Are to. you kidding me? What? <gasps> PhD? Girl, you need like hundreds in that. Hundreds. 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 What hundies? Okay. Really? Yes. It's very competitive. Okay. Yeah. But who wants a PhD? I don't know. You're going to be a doctor in what? Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. I know. So whatever. That's okay. That's fine. No big deal. I kind of feel like, honestly, that's all positive, though, overall, when it comes to... Um, I, I kind of feel like, okay, I'm not sure what I want to do right now, but everything that I have done has got me to where I am right now. Mm-hmm. That's and good. Nutrition is kind of like that for you because you can use that in your everyday life. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's which true. is like, which I think like, why aren't you more excited about that? Uh, because I feel that I kind of just gave up on but what about me with my event planning i did the same thing i we kind of did the same exact fucking thing if you think about it we did a degree yes right yeah in a specific subject so i did an english degree janice did a psychology degree Mm -hmm. and then went into kind of something that we thought we'd be passionate about so you did nutrition path i did Mm -hmm. event planning yeah and then I still love event planning and I still do events, but not like where I think I want to do like a career out of it. Right. Right now, maybe in the future, who knows? And then same with you. You kind of did yeah. nutrition, but maybe not. Didn't really go deeper into it. Yeah. But I think like part of it is the experience of what gets us to where we are. Right. But the thing is, though, is that uh, I can always incorporate my nutrition knowledge in, let's say, you know, a healthy eating club for school for the little kids. Oh, my God. Like the breakfast club. Yeah. Wait, is that the the John Hughes? (laughs) 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 Get about me. (laughs) So like, okay. Honestly, I want to know what gives you purpose in your life. I want to know. I really want to know what gives you purpose in your life day to day. So what gives me purpose in life on a daily basis is knowing that considering that I'm now in teacher's college, I feel that I'm now walking down the street. My shoulders are more back. I feel I'm more relaxed. I I, exactly. I know that what I'm doing right now is for me. Mm -hmm. And I feel that it's a it's a really good feeling. Yeah. Like I felt that way when I was on the subway going to school this morning. I felt damn. This is for me. I'm going to be a really good teacher. I'm really excited about it. And you know what? Even though it's a hell of a lot of work, yeah, it's easy. It mm. is so easy. I just banged out an assignment before I came here. Okay, of course you did. <laughs> I wrote an assignment for you while we're doing this podcast. I'm not, I'm not joking. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. So no. it's easy. It's not daunting. Yeah. And it's I just, natural. You yeah. feel like it's part of you. It's always been there. I feel, I feel really good. 
And I, I feel that uh, this is something that I will do for the rest of my life. I love that. Yeah. So like we're about you- to cheer up. <gasps> oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so what do you think stops you from pursuing your purpose? Like, what gets in your way? Because I feel like a lot of things get in my way, whether it's self-sabotage or, you know, it's I, hard. It is really hard. It is. Figuring out what you want to do. Yeah. The impact uh, you want to make. Well, I mean, for the longest time, like, you know, we've had conversations in the past where yeah. we were trying to figure out, like, what, like, what is our purpose? Yeah. You know, and I was really, really struggling with that in the past year. Yeah. And the way that just felt for me was very... It just it just bogged me down. I yeah. didn't feel good as a person. I didn't feel I felt that something was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of what gets in the way is um, sometimes it's people. What? Yeah. 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 I agree. You know, unfortunately, like it is negativity. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. will have to say, like, sometimes, you know, my family will get in the way. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, for example. No, that I get. Yeah. Amen. Hey. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, I hate to say it, but that is that is the truth. Yeah. You know? So then, how do you like move past that? I move past that because I don't give a shit what other people think. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. That's yeah. the mentality that I have. Even mm-hmm. though it's my family, you know, I love them to pieces. But this is something that I must do for myself. Yeah. And as you know, it may sound selfish. It doesn't. right at all it shouldn't be no 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 the fact that you want to be who you are right pursue something that you love and do good onto others like i mean what yeah yeah and if it upsets someone Mm -hmm. let's have a conversation of why that upsets you and Mm -hmm. let's you know yeah and go from there yeah like who the fuck cares right live your life exactly no of course yeah but, like, I want to ask you, I'm going to turn the tables. Okay. What do you think I should be doing, Janice? <laughs> <laughs> What's my purpose? I'm going to turn the tables. Well, I've what told you. What am I doing wrong? Why? You're, okay. You're not doing anything wrong. There, the, no, I'm telling you, there is nothing wrong that you do in yeah. life. Okay. Okay. Because no, I'm no, I'm just saying that it's subjective. Okay. One person may think like, oh, that's wrong, but another person will think that's not. Mm, Okay. okay. So it's all subjectivity. But what I think for you is that we've well, we've had previous conversations about this. Is I would say that you're just as creative as I am. Probably even more creative. What? Yes. More creative? I'm like kissing the microphone. Okay. So not that creative. <laughs> I do have my limits. Yes. But you know, but you need to bring out that creativity. Yeah. And I feel that uh, where you are now, mm-hmm. it's not allowing you to do that. Well, I try my little ways. and You do. Out. And yeah. I think you did some event planning for Yeah, for I, your I do like job. event planning, but I feel like I'm, I'll always do event planning. Right. I, I really do. I feel like it's always going to be part of my path, part of what... I don't know if I really want to be making money and doing that, but I do know there, there's always going to be events all the time, mm-hmm. birthdays, anniversaries, you know, baptisms, whatever it is. I'm always going to be involved in one way or another, and I enjoy it, but... I, I, I think like the job part of it, that, I don't know if that's really what I want to do. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It is hard. Nobody yeah. says, nobody has said that it'll be easy, but mm-hmm. um, I think that for you, I think it'll just come to you one day. Okay. Well, very soon. In no, a no, dream, very. Maybe no. in a dream. Could be in a dream. It could be in a or dream. it could okay, be when no. you're sitting, at, when we, when, maybe when you're sitting at your office desk and then you're just thinking, oh my God, like, this is what I want to do because it struck me. It struck me suddenly. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, like it's lightning. Not, what the heck is that? <laughs> but it, it, it will, it will yeah. come. So do you feel like then you're living life the way that you want to be living it? Like I think so your, right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Right now at this moment, you yeah. do think that. I feel good. I feel pretty good. Yeah. So. No, that's awesome. I think so. So since we're on a teaching theme, mm-hmm. so what is, the best the best life lesson that you have been taught the best life lesson that i have been taught is just to be yourself it's oh, che- no I'm just, i love no. that though it's so cheesy but i know so I was just about to say, it is very true it is very true and i remember almost every single teacher that i've had yeah would say that yeah. in my elementary school period it's true. yeah no it is true and i remember uh, going on that note, uh, my first day of junior kindergarten, yeah. my junior kindergarten teacher asked me, Janice, what do you want to be in life? Mm-hmm. And I said, myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that, though. It's it, And you know what? That stuck with me. So, Well, because like, I always say, like, okay, so if you don't love yourself, then who the hell's gonna? Like, right? What is that? Like RuPaul's quote? I think so. I love that. I pray, no, because you have to love yourself first before anybody else can. Yeah. It's very true. So let's be ourselves, everybody. <laughs> but I'm so happy that you found a path. Oh, and thank it's you. in teaching. Yeah. Like on your way. And I think it is just a journey. And this is just like part of the story. Yeah. But I'm just so genuinely excited about you know, you getting there and you figuring out what it is that you love. So thank you for being so honest. Of and course. And being on here today. Of course. Thank you. Thank of you course. so much. I had the best time ever. Yay. Thanks again, Janice. No problem. Anytime, girl. So you can reach me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat, purposely underscore Mimi, or just shoot me an email, purposely.mimi at gmail.com.